Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Entertainment Banter. My name is Joel. And I'm Matt. And Matt is in uh, the stormy weather. Yes, I am. Now that uh, now that uh, we got quiet for a second, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, we got we got some winter weather hitting hitting the coast. Yeah, it's hitting from all the way from the Gulf of Mexico all the way up to Maine. I'm sure it's hitting other countries too, and but beyond. nobody cares. Canada and nobody cares. Nobody cares about Canada. Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody, not even when Canada's like up in the news, we still don't care. Right. Nobody cares. It's about mostly Canada. hitting the Quebec side right now, anyways. <sighs> Whatever. They don't even want to be part of Canada. Is that is are is that true? Yeah. Are they the, are they the, are they the Texans of Canada? They're like. You know how like uh, California wants to divide up into like a bazillion states. Mm-hmm. Quebec is like that. They're like no. screw the rest of Canada. California does not want to separate into a bunch of states. It's just a bunch of rich politicians want it to split into a bunch of different states. I think a lot of regular people want it switched out too because they're tired of the rich people that want to separate it out. I think the people would lose big time. I. Yeah, I mean, it's been on our ballot a couple times now, and it's been voted down twice, barely. Yeah, no, I know. Um, this last, this last one that went through, it would have put me every time I'd went to visit, um, just go down to L.A. I would be crossing state borders every freaking time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right though. So you know? dumb. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. The state of L.A. We are talking about the state of L.A. So tonight's entertainment banter <laughs> is about L.A. and Escape from L.A. Oh, my God. That'd be a good one. Don't you think, escape like, from L.A.? I haven't no, the, seen that in a long escape, time. The Escape series, like Escape from L.A., yeah, the films. Escape yeah. from New York. I'm going to write that down. All right. You write that down. Um, That's not what we're What are we talking about, about today? today? We're talking about something. This is kind of an obscure topic. I don't know why you thought this up, but we'll talk about I, it. I, I feel like we should have talked about it like at Halloween or something. but No, I think it's uh, appropriate now. I, I honestly like... I have like nostalgia for this movie. Um, my dad really liked it. Okay. And I've wanted to watch it, the the Tom Cruise one for a while now. And uh We've so been I, all about the Tom lately. <laughs> Tom Cruise, he can be uh he, he's uh We love to hate him and hate to love loved, him. Exactly. Like he's one of those <laughs> things like you just love to hate him and you just <laughs> watch right, him. He does he does do good movies, it's fun. So uh what yeah. we're talking about is his War of the Worlds. But not his War, War of the, of the Worlds. Worlds. We're going to talk about War of the Worlds in general. As a whole. As a whole. H.G. Wells H. broadcast. Orson Wells. So you spell Orson Wells with uh, an H? Horson? Huh? Orson Wells? Oh, wait. H.G. Wells? Yeah, it's H.G. Wells, but it's Orson Wells. That's his first name, Orson, right? Yeah, well, it's got a G in there. His middle name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, well what do you want to talk for us, a broadcast? Let's go like yeah, start like let's go back in the past before we okay, get Okay, let's go let's go back Tom to Cruise. a time. May I, may, I, may I start this? May I run yeah, with this? Run with it. Picture this. Cuz you were during this time. Let's let's go <laughs> shut up. <laughs> let's go back to a time where the only way people got information was through like this source. You know, like this modern day source. And it was all kinds of misinformation that was being sent to this source. Like, I can't even possibly imagine anything 
today that relates to something like what happened. <laughs> like, there's no device in the world that gives out false information to masses of groups of people anymore that's at, like, the touch of their fingertips, like a phone or the Internet or social media, perhaps. Impossible. I can't think of a single thing that could spread misinformation oh. in a time where people would be stupid enough to listen to it. But... Or have their own say. But let's get back to Orson Welles. So let's set it. It is 1938. <laughs> so they have a radio, which obviously... Only can, a radio. Can, only a radio. But that, that piece of machinery, oh, those the, waves... And the mail, the Pony Express and all that. That makes sense, right? That that can easily send legitimate information nonstop. You know, if, you know just like the internet. The well, internet is... Everything it's is actually, legit with the internet. It's actually so reliable. We still have the uh, emergency broadcast system through radio waves. They, it's so reliable. You know? They kicked, they kicked us off of that. They did. You know what I mean? They made us go yes. all digital. They made us go. Digital they made us completely. go all digital for that sole purpose. We were eating mm -hmm. up too much of their little waves. You could do points, whatever. But the reality is, it's still interference. Well, just like they kicked anybody, us off that stuff. But just like any anything else, you you create this uh this world of like um broadcast or anything it's almost like creating right. more real estate so of course when they started broadcasting via radio when they started doing that in the what 1930s 1920 yeah. oh it was radio no it was ever since they i mean it depends because if you really want to go back you know like technically the first couple of phone calls you know what i mean like right right but as even soon as you, even uh but as even, soon as you uh morse code what i'm trying to say is as soon as you start doing that you, you people get greedy corporate and you start you start selling <laughs> off like chunks of it to like real estate. That's why dot you know when the dot com boom, people were buying dot coms. It's buying real estate in the internet world. You bought frequencies in the radio world because that's what it was. But since they sold so much of it, it became fuzzy for what they wanted to do for the government. So it's still reliable. It's just they had to start. No, no, you gotta go. You know. We oh gotta, man. Okay. So here's here's the thing. You know, you want to talk about corporates and greed. Now, I, I this is way off subject, but I was thinking like I was reading an article today, and. uh like, first of all, the airline business has not been doing well. They've been dropping like flies literally Weird. from the sky. Weird. You know what I mean? Like, everything that was supposed to be fixed wasn't. The pandemic has put a brakes on them. And Nancy, you know, Nancy gives them a little rub down and they, they're coming back a little bit. But, uh, Nancy, the problem, I sleep though, with is, the airlines, Pelosi. <clears throat> but to be honest with you, the airlines the last couple of years have not had good news coming out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just not like, with that either Boeing. they're shut down completely. What is the or, Boeing jet? You know, which weather? Or pieces are falling off of them. The, the, <laughs> what was that the, Boeing uh, jet, right? That seven seven seven. Well, yeah. Well, well, it's all Boeing lately. It's bad for Boeing, which oh. is what I was getting to. Like how convenient once again, you know, like conspiracy theory. Uh, how convenient once again, like because Virgin, which was part of airlines for a while, I don't know if they still do Air, Virgin Air as much, but they just finished their uh, their testing on their tube, their travel tube, where you can get. Uh, to different places in like minutes because you know it's like uh i don't know if it's a vacuum sealed kind of like manic um, futurama-esque no you joke but they just <laughs> finished testing it and so like maybe they're you know like virgin for example that's a company like you know fuck this let's get out of the the airline biz let's just shoot people like a bullet from point a to point b you know what i mean and if it's faster because it's all magnetized and you got a vacuum in there like there's no resistance whatsoever right you're you're making airlines obsolete. Well, I was I was talking to my sister actually the other night about like she's like, what's the next mode of transportation? I didn't think. I guess tubes could be the, like the one between this, but teleportation would do it, and teleportation would literally, literally, 
overnight destroy the airline, all the travel agencies overnight. Everything. Devastating. Everything. Even it would also probably destroy us because I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be put back together, right? You know, my dick would One be on of my us. forehead. No, because you'd, you'd definitely teleport the fly in there or something in there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that from? Last Where's Jeff that Goldblum. From? He'll know. You know. Oh, is that for the fly, right? From the movie The, the fly. fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, let's get back to uh, 1938. I know. Sorry, War of the Worlds. Where, okay, so where, let's set the mood. 1938, there is no... Right. There's no television. It's just radio shows. People get all their information via radio. And it was and advertised as a radio show. It was. I think what happened was but you don't, people you can't tuned in tune randomly. In. You, know you what I mean? can't just yeah. tune in in the middle of yeah, a radio show. There's not like show. a banner that no. you can see that says this is not real. But there is definitely a reason. This is the show that changed that every like so often they'll do a break and they'll read say this is a, a fiction. A fictional thing right and they right. do that now because of this one incident right well what was that like, i mean j- go ahead and just tell the incident just in case these uh people millennials and below have no idea what we're talking gen about. z and then now soon to be uh generation alpha anyways uh that's nine, a terrible nine, name they should not be called that well because z is the last one now it's i get it but they should just call it zzz or something ZZXY. It should never be Z. called Alpha. Yeah. Uh, so going. in 1938, H.G. Wells, Orson Wells, does a radio broadcast with a bunch of voice actors, but it, it's off of the War of the Worlds. And it War of the Worlds, if you don't know, soon to know, is War of the Worlds is like a documentary kind of thing, like as you're going through this alien invasion of uh, during when Orson Wells does is if Mars, Mars is invading us. Of course, we didn't know much about the red planet, but now we do. Know, we know a lot more, and especially we just landed a new. Um, we did perseverance. Uh, and when we say we, not us, NASA Entertainment Banter didn't do it. We didn't do shit. <laughs> Matter of fact, I tuned in live as soon as they literally. Did you? Landed. I was actually going to look for some footage as of it. As soon as they landed it, they're like, "This is live," and like they just landed. I'm like, they all started applying. And then like, like you I see made the it. alien instantly I eat it. You made know it. Mean? It was weird. It was actually a transformer Decepticon. Anyways, oh, that was the worst trailer. Keep going. Uh, so you had to he, bring Bay he, into this. He does. You? He does. I didn't bring you. Did Mm-mm. I? You shut up. So <laughs> Orson Welles and his cast were pretty much telling this story of war of the worlds and how it was read was like a news broadcast so, right, so they if you didn't live. tune in from the beginning you tune in middle that a lot of america thought we were being invaded by mars legitimately, legitimately. being invaded by martians and it, it like created people were being disintegrated before oh, others yeah. eyes and it was a, a big thing like i was Screams. just talking to the girlfriend about it and she's like war of the worlds i don't think i've heard of that and then i told her about you know it's based off she of didn't H- know she didn't she know? didn't know about the movie when i said it but then when i told her about the radio broadcast she's like oh i heard about that in school they actually teach oh, it in school because it is a big moment in american history where yeah we didn't have television we didn't have any of that it was that you either got news by your neighbor by yeah. the mail or you got it via the radio well, it also just shows the power of media and how uh, easy Huge. it is to manipulate. Right. Just throwing it out there for our modern day listeners. So then they created a. Uh, <laughs> then they created. <laughs> no one's. They're not, Matt, they've already. Gen Zers and millennials already moved on. They don't know what podcasts are. Let they're alone, too busy ticking their talk. Let, let, let alone fucking VHSs and data. Uh, <laughs> an A track. Oh, by the way, I found an A track player in the garage. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. I want to know if there's any A tracks to play on and see if it works. But anyways, that's funny. so moving on. Um, so fast forward. I don't remember the, uh, the movie though. Do you remember the movie? The first movie. The original? Yeah. Yeah. With the, the string. I hate to say the it. String. I, I, they had the string on the ships. And I'm like, Wee! 
here and they I, land uh, on Earth. I, I love those old <laughs> classics. I honestly I really do. But I haven't seen that one in so long. I, know, I remember I the look of up. the ships. You know what I mean? Where They're round. Like They're very round, right? They're like, yes, like kind of like a saucer, but yeah. then they have like this... Uh, antenna kind of thing sticking out at the top kind of like those fish underwater i can't remember what they're called with the, the supposed light whatever you know angler fish. thank you mm-hmm. it kind of looked like that a little bit uh-huh um but yeah and then you know of course you got the the tanks that roll into the cities yeah. and, you know, the walkers the walkers were traditional i think they were in that one weren't they, were they? i don't know I don't it's remember. been so were they, long were they tripods or i don't i, I think tripods were original because it, yeah. it sounded like they were tripods in the in the in the radio drama you know when so, Plat when Platypus the, listens to this, he'll he'll give us the one out because he was he'll, definitely he'll give us he was definitely alive during all of this. Nine percent sure. I have no idea. No, I'm, I'm uh, I think the tripods were mentioned because as they describe the radio drama, they're describing what they're seeing. Yeah, of course. And I think they say three legged somethings are walking. Right. Us, so. so yeah. So since we um, didn't see the movie, let's fast forward recently, to yeah. right. Let's go the fast first forward. original, the first original one. Let's fast forward to Tom Cruise's remake in two thousand five, which is funny. As I was watching it. It feels more modern to me, but the newscaster mm. in it is putting VHS tapes to show Tom Cruise when you know when the alien right. gets into the ship. I'm like, oh my god, this is that old still. 2005 VHS is eh. still like a big thing. 2005, yeah. actually, no, because SVHS, you know, like they, they reuse, it? redub, scrubbing. I don't know. Sometimes okay. they actually they as they also had digital tapes back then, so it was like digital tape was kind of the the thing in 2005. So uh, towards the end of 2005, it was sure. it was right before we went straight to like SD cards. We went digital. Oh yeah, yeah. But the problem was it was on tape, but it was still a digital code. So the problem you're running into is if there's any dust or anything on that physical tape, and it got ingrained into the tape itself, meaning like grinding in when it hit the head when it was being read, it ruined the whole thing. You got pixelization all over the place. So what they ended up doing was they got rid of the tape aspect and it just made the digital code onto something like a flash drive or right. an SD card and that kind of thing. So it was like a, a hybrid time for f- film. Does that make sense? Yeah, or, yeah, or no. Broadcasting? Sure. But anyways, so. back to the movie. I remember when it first came out, there was a lot of controversy of like it was a good or if it was not good. To be honest, I like it. I like it. Dakota, Dakota Fanning's in it. Tom Cruise is in it. Um his, yeah, and that's kind of funny Cruise's too. Tom Cruise's ex-wife is in it, and she is definitely not someone Tom Cruise would be with. But anyways, but uh, well, I'm just saying, like uh, Dakota Fanning. I mean, if you want to hear something kind of hilarious, it's like that girl. I mean, at the time she was a girl. She's obviously a grown woman now. But she was. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say man. I don't even. But anyways, I don't even know how old she was in that that time. She was but born in '94, so. But she was. Do um, the math. So she was nine. At a very young age, she was Ten. somebody that was eleven. She was eleven. <laughs> choosing who she wanted to work with oh yeah she she was really she's like i want to work with tom like and you know what i mean like (laughs) name another child actor that had that kind of pull it's like no i no 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 i want to work with tom and like she did she works with tom she did you know what i mean i thought she was a great actor she's a great she was a great actor so and uh for me i mean steven spielberg has done movies since the war of the worlds but i feel like he i think he did munich after i could be wrong i don't know i can't remember Mm. all of the stuff he's done after but i feel unfortunately i feel like spielberg's films have kind of i know indiana jones 4 was one tethered down but war uh, of the worlds was ready player one i think i know he did he did and that to me but see a lot of his films have kind of downgraded and he also did another movie with tom which was minority report which i thought was interesting too so but that was earlier than 2005 wasn't it yeah but it was like he was doing like tom movies he did two tom movies almost back to back i felt like 
Um, but with War of the Worlds, I'm, I'm gonna. I like. I didn't think it was that great of a movie to be honest with you. Um, it's good. Uh, I rewatch it, but it's not like a, a high rewatchable movie Dude, for me. Does Matt, that make sense? They had Morgan Freeman narrate the beginning and end. Oh well, that says it all right, right there. Right there, thank you. Done. Yeah, Done. I, I I I retract everything. Thank I you. just no. I, I know. Don't. I know you forgot. No. I know you forgot. <laughs> Look, Morgan Freeman was in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and I thought he did an excellent job in that movie. So there you go. I didn't so see that I'll movie. give him credit where credit's due. Right? Absolutely. Uh, I'm just scared seven, when, he, when you know, Morgan Freeman. I hate Freeman. seven, but I loved him in that. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, when Morgan Freeman perishes, it's gonna be awful because who's gonna narrate his his death? Well, I mean, I don't. Why do you, why you gotta always bring it bring it to these places? Like, I, I don't, don't want to think about that stuff okay. right now. All right, moving on. All right, let's uh, moving on. So I did like uh, I, I like the movie. Um, I thought it rendition. It was a good rendition of it. We don't know where they they don't really in the movie they don't explain it comes from. In the radio broadcast, they talk about how it was the common cold that killed off the right the aliens yeah. because as soon as they got to Earth, you know, they got infected and it just spread. Yeah, and they weren't ready for it. And then people actually consider. Independence Day, a modern day remake of uh, War of the Worlds, because look, they came and tried to conquer our planet for resources. That's what they did in War of the Worlds, right? And right. then they, uh, what they did was they infected a virus. Air quotes, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith infected a virus into the mothership, which yeah. then infected all the other ships, which then they were able to right. take it down. So it has very big similarities to that. Sure. Sure, and I the aliens actually almost look similar in the new War of the Worlds. They almost look kind of similar to Independence Day aliens, to sure. be honest. Well, uh, well, it came back to Spielberg. I was going to say, Kathleen Kennedy I produced this, it. <laughs> that just makes you <laughs> money at it. I know. She put she look Spielberg and George were people that constantly worked with Kathleen. I know. And the thing I know, is, I know, I know, I know. You know, here's the thing. In another life, I wish we could hit reboot because, you know, like. When I first heard, I, th- I mentioned this before, when I first heard she took on Lucasfilm, I thought it was a good choice. I had no problems with her whatsoever because she had been working with Lucas right, for all that time. Right, 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 right. You know, and Spielberg. So I'm thinking, of course, that's a natural choice. But I didn't realize how batshit crazy she was. That's the only downside to I mean, that. she could have gone, gone batshit crazy recently. It's It could be midlife crisis batshit crazy. It could be well, I mean, if things. you grow up in a, from, you know, she was doing movies from, like, I don't know, 70s on or maybe a little before 70s on. Sure. And, She's living in a man's world from 70 to yeah. 80 to 90 to 2000, and she, she's got a grudge. And then, you know, 50 years later, she can seek her revenge on all the men of the world, and so be it. You know, good for her. <laughs> so good be her. it. No, because she got Star Wars, and she could ruin it for all the middle-aged men well, that were yeah, there. Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> the, the men are leaving, so it doesn't matter. She back, got her way. Back to Spielberg and War of the Worlds. Yeah, Sp- Spielberg, Spielberg-isms. I always like the Spielberg-isms. I, what I love the what most mean, about- isms? Wh- he has a very fine eye for things. Like he, his scenes, the way he sets his scenes, oh, yeah. I always really appreciate the camera movements. Uh, what's in the shot? If you pay attention, if you notice, most of the things that he does, there's like three to four or five things that are happening simultaneously in his shots. Right. So, like for example, if you're filming the back seat of a car, like if you're in the car and they're escaping, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. making this up, but like. Uh, he's done it numerous times, but like there's a scene going on with the driving. So you see the driver, the back of the head, of the driver, and you see him driving, mm-hmm. and you see what he's going towards, and in the far distance, what he's driving towards. Then, but in the rear view mirror, you see 
the person in the back seat's reactions and you also see what's behind them and what's happening behind them and then you're focused and the radio is playing something and it might change you know like you might get interference because mm-hmm. something else just happens to the right of them or you know what i mean and like one thing like domino effects into another um and what happens with spielberg just like i've said time and time again usually what um what is causes the problem eventually like creates the solution it's just it's like always a kind of like the traditional thing it's just kind of fun to watch how he does it how he makes it happen but uh I'll give you a perfect example. I don't remember it detail-wise, but mm. go back and whoever has War of the Worlds or has options to go see it, the Spielberg version. The the my favorite part is uh was the part where they're trying to get on the ferry. Mm-hmm. Because in that brief moment, you you're uh what was once something people wanted instantly was the last thing they wanted. Like people rushing to the ferry, but then the aliens start to show up and then like the ferry is in trouble and then the people are trying to escape the ferry. Like first they're trying to get on and it's like, oh shit, they're not going to make it. They're not going to get on. The things are coming. And then what happens is the people that got on the ferry are all screwed and like, oh crap. And then like something happens where like they get in the water. Mm. Well, and, like, it gets there's because people... there's one in the water. Right, right. And so like, but I'm saying like you see like the people that were thought they were safe the most like in their cars are now sinking in their cars. As, right. You know, all this kind of stuff is happening. So like it just constantly changes with your emotions and screws with your emotions. And it's all very brief. And uh, it's just really cool. So like just when you, you know, like someone Fs them, right? And then the person that f them gets screwed, obviously. You know what I mean? That right. kind of classic tale. Um, and doing the right thing doesn't bite you in the butt kind of thing. So I don't know. I just thought it was cool, but in that in that same scene, I appreciate it too because um, Dakota Fanny's character Rachel, she see she sees the uh, the tripod appear above the tree. She goes, she sees the birds going towards it, and then she sees uh, she's like the trees are moving, and then she grabs Tom Cruise's hand. By the way, they're all right. our names. It's Ray, Robbie, and Rachel. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Anyways, that's funny. So he turns around, and so does his um, son. So they're all three of them looking. So they show the whole crowd trying to get on the ferry, right? And then it shows them three just looking. So you see that image of like them all looking away, and then they're looking towards the alien, right? They're, they're seeing the, t- the tripod. They're like, uh. And all of a sudden, it steps down on a tree, and it goes, boom. And then everyone right. stops and turns. I thought that was a really cool imagery. You know, everyone just realizes. And then it's chaos. And then it's chaos, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. He sets up the scenes very well. Right. And it's very cinematic at times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he likes, it's very well he likes done. to create the chaos. You know what I mean? They like the he likes to create chaos. He right. likes the conflict of of characters, you know, putting conflict in characters, and then those characters are put into a conflict. You know what I'm saying? You can actually uh, tour the, the tram at Universal Studios goes through the uh, plane, the plane crash. Scenes, Does scenario. that still exist, or do they get rid of that? No, now? it's still there. I mean, last time I was there, I don't know. That was like many moons ago. Who knows? It could be Nintendo Land now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was one instance in the movie, though, that bothers me, and it bothers me today. I, I like the movie. It's not the best movie in the world, but it's I, to me, it's a rewatchable every few years. Like I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood to watch this movie because it's just really if interesting how TV it unfolds. But there is a when the lightning starts and the aliens start going into their um, ships. The ground. Right. Yeah. Into that are ships, buried yeah. in the ground very, very, very deep, apparently, like so deep that we never found any of them. That's my only assumption. But the issue is when all those like all those things were happening, all power, all power ceases. Right. His his watch. He shows his watch doesn't work. He shows his phone doesn't work. He tries to call him. His landline doesn't work. Electricity doesn't work. Everything's dead. Cars are all dead. They all stop where they are. Right. 
Right. I mean, he does teach that one mechanic to tell him to change the solenoids, and he does, and it starts because it just blows the solenoids. I get it. But they go to the hole, and it starts happening. One of Tom Cruise's buddies has a video camcorder that works. Explain mm. that one. Well, that that's just classic uh, filmmaking, where it's just you know you don't you sometimes allow the well, continuity it was to a, be broken. It was a for cool scene because he dropped the camcorder. Because isn't that he drops the he camera drops again? That's a Spielberg up, and it's showing like like more. See, shit that's a Spielbergism going in yeah. my opinion. You know what I mean? No, he, it was the to tell the story in in a different perspective, right? Like other than what you're used to seeing. Appreciate like, the scene, but in continuity wise, it, it didn't work right. for me. But there's continuity issues in a lot of movies that of they course. purposely keep, of course. You know, because they just they think it won't. You want to keep the flow of the story going, you know? right? Right. Um. I know we're running short on time, but we were talking about more of the worlds as a whole, the story as a whole. Is there, I mean, is there something that appeals to you with that story before we sign off? Like what made you really, I mean, was it the Tom Cruise movie or were you just thinking the idea as a whole? Like this is like a kind of like a cult classic kind of thing that people, everyone in their life should at least hear or know about at right. some point. Right, that and I just appreciate the Tom Cruise one just because it's like more of like mine, I guess, because I was, uh, you know, I was in my early 20s when it came out so like it was just like it felt like i was more relatable to it now and then watching it it's just interesting because it's an alien that comes down here and it gets infected by us and then morgan freeman talks about they doesn't mention the common cold just talks about organisms and he goes man has earned its right to live on earth god it almost seems like you want to get religious it almost seems like god created earth and gave us all these organisms to battle to get mm. stronger by it and these aliens are maybe his side project and they didn't get all these organisms and they're that's why they're looking for all these resources, and they found us, and they weren't ready for these organisms to right be on them. Right, that's, so. it's interesting that you say that. I uh, it's true because I think it's funny how um, you know, humanity in these films is completely screwed. Like, if it was up to humanity, they'd be dead. We'd be dead. Yeah, that's what he mentions into you his narration. I mean? He goes, "Yeah, all of man's weapons and everything they created was no match to these beings." But what killed them was the smallest microorganism that we have grown to adapt to, you know? Right, right. So it's just it's just very interesting to me in that aspect. Like, if that does happen, how do we know, like, if an alien comes out, we don't get infected by what they bring us, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just oh, very... I'm sure. It's well, all, that's why everyone's rushing to Mars, but it I can know. easily happen there. It's very, you know I mean? very interesting. Yeah, we don't know. We're going to find these microorganisms that are probably still alive, and it's like... We don't know what hey, aliens, do man. It. That mm -hmm. film scares the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> every time I watched it as a kid, it just you mean the alien or me. aliens? Uh, both, but aliens <laughs> is definitely by far the more freakyish one for me. Right on. But um, it's interesting though because War of the Worlds, I always considered it a you know like it's like its first psychological thriller, right? Like it's the first yeah. horror. I don't know if it's the first horror movie because you had Nosferatu and all these vampire movies and stuff that were silent pictures. But I mean, like to me, it was like a realistic the War of horror. the Worlds one was like the first, like of the golden age, like really starting to come up with these really good sci-fi well, like horror the, films. Un, it's like I call sense? it like the the unknown horror because it's like you make stories of like on Earth a werewolf, a swamp thing, like on Earth, like okay, and these like serial killers, okay, it's on Earth. We kind of like adapt to that, but like oh, it's scary, but it's not. But when you do unknown stories, like sure, this could happen in theory because like yes, aliens, we yeah. don't know much about the universe at that point. So it's like right, it's better like than a big unknown. large spider attacking a city or right, something, you, you know, because that's radioactive spider. and we know the spider, but, right, right. But something we don't know at all of. It's just very, it's very interesting, fascinating. 
And scary. But it's, I think you're right because in a way, if you want to believe there's life out there, right? So yeah. you you still have that possibility in your head. Whereas, like you know, a radioactive spider, it could be something that destroys the city. It could be Spider-Man. We don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just gonna die, and you won't, or you'll get radioactive <laughs> poisoning. That's it. And I'm pretty sure we'd have enough weapons to kill a, a spider. So I'm just, I'm just. Wasn't saying. that a Simpsons like episode where he, the guy ran off to get, <laughs> and he's, he, he's, he, he, like, port of, he, he, what? I can't say the word. He, he, he I don't he, know. He, he just like splashed himself <laughs> all over with this radioactive um, puddle, <laughs> and he came back. He goes, "Am I gonna get superpowers now?" And they're like, "No, you have." radioactive poisoning you're dying <laughs> he goes oh i think it was like adam west who did it i don't know uh i miss adam all right well that's good so uh was that your final thought yeah i know that you mentioned adam west uh that guy's an asshole by the way even though he's dead nah. oh my god nah. he, he was he was, like, tr- was at comic-con he was supposed to do autographs and he bailed long line he bailed and someone saw him later like everyone assumed it was an emergency no he just didn't want to do it he was just walking around the convention hall he's like no i agreed to it and then he's like mm, i refused to do it he didn't even tell anyone he just didn't show up ah well you know what though that's someone kicked people him have the right him. <laughs> people have the right you know people have the right to do that sometimes so i'm not gonna knock that sure so well anyways on that final note uh war of the worlds uh it's a decent flick. It's not amazing. I I'm, I want to go back and watch the old one, the original. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, I d- if you have access to the old broadcast, I suggest you listen to that. I always try to listen to it once at every Halloween. It could in the be car. A, it could be available on YouTube. It's no, it's totally available. I just you, mean, you might just even find it on like play, Amazon Prime. Play it for your uh, siblings. If you have Prime membership. Play it for your kids. Play it for your wife, your spouse, your husband, your loved ones. And don't tell them it's a radio. Don't tell them it's a. <laughs> Don't tell them it's a show. Just start playing well, in the middle And it would it. help if you burst into their house and um, say, oh, my God. Turn this on. Turn this on. Actually, you know what would be great? <laughs> if somebody did it, you know, through, like, you know, our modern-day uh, social media and just uh, see how many stupid people. I mean, No, never mind. I, I'm there is, there's trouble. already a bunch of that shit out there, Matt. Trust me. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I, of that original one, you right. know. It's just funny. But. I don't want to get in trouble because I already despise everything that we work with and deal with on a regular basis in entertainment. I mean, I'm sure there's a conspiracy (laughs) theory saying that it's actually a true story and the government's just covering it up. Right. (laughs) It was true. You didn't didn't know that? It was true. What? Many people were evaporated. What? And tripods came up out of the ground. Jeebus, and they drank our blood? Yeah, that's why if you walk around, some buildings kind of look like alien ships. It's because oh we just gosh. converted them into uh, um, Denny's. I believe it. Yeah. Denny's is so that way. Yeah, and IHOPs. Yeah. So think about it. Next time you're eating at IHOP, you might be eating inside the belly of a an alien spacecraft. And on that note, thank you for listening to Entertainment Banter. My name is Matt. <sighs> and that makes me Joel. And I'm done.